I've been up for over 22 hours, so maybe if you guys could just sit down and shut the fuck up, we could get started. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. This is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. And on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. How's everybody doing? I am tired as fuck. I've been up since 8 o'clock last night. I had a run down to Indianapolis and delivered to a couple of stores down there. So that's all good, great, grand, and wonderful. Um... Did not get to catch any of the after, late afternoon games. Uh, didn't get into the Sunday night football game at all. I'll get those reviewed uh, as far as the videos and stuff. I'll get that done this week. Um, I am caught up on spreadsheet. Got week 10 going here. I got the strength of schedule charts out to everybody, so you'll be able to take a look at those. Um, if you want to follow along on this podcast, that it would be good, great, grand, and wonderful. Uh, so without further ado, let's get going here. Try to get through this as quickly as possible so I can, uh, you know, go to bed. <laughs> Atlanta Falcons beat the Denver Broncos 34-27. to uh, Drew Locke, 25 of 48 for 313 yards, two TDs and an interception. He actually had a really good game because he also had... Seven carries for 47 yards and a touchdown. Came out good. He was a cheap quarterback. I bet on the Falcons defense and lost, so that's my bad. Not much out of the running game, although Philip Lindsay looked like the better running back um, from what I could tell uh, when I was in and out of this game. Jerry Judy, the big winner. Uh, for the Denver Broncos wide receivers, 14 targets, had seven receptions, 125 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, he was in the write-up. That was good. Noah Fant hurt his ankle, three for 45 on three targets. Uh, he should be okay. I believe it was a minor minor deal. Uh, I, did li- I did like Tim Patrick. It's kind of underwhelming, of course, uh, four for 29 and a touchdown. Uh, I believe he would have made, made value at that, so. Um, not much else going on here. Melvin Gordon's kind of dead in the passing game. Uh, three targets went to Lindsay, but he couldn't catch a fucking thing. Uh, he had a really bad drop. Whoa. Wow. Stupid ass commercials. Bastard. Um, what else do we got here? Oh, uh, Albert Aka, Aka, Aga, Aga, out for the season with a torn ACL. Uh, at tight end. So now it's pretty much going to be Noah Fant's job uh, all to himself. So unfortunately for the rookie, his season is done. But that's a benefit for Fant. What is going on here? Shut 
can 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 we stop? Good God, I'm gonna have to go to the NFL.com site. I have like two different fucking windows opening up on me. Uh, Matt Ryan on the other side. Ugh, ugh, I almost had Matt Ryan in there. Twenty-five of thirty-five, uh, two eighty-four and three touchdowns. Did have a pick, but had three carries for ten yards. Uh, Todd Gurley, his usual plotting turd of a self, 19 carries for 53 yards, so good for a 2.8 average, uh, but did secure a touchdown. He also got a couple of receptions in this one. Yeah, two receptions on two targets for two yards. That's great. Uh, no Calvin Ridley in this game, so that meant uh, Olamedi Zakisis uh, basically filled his spot. Four receptions on six targets for 103 yards and a touchdown, which was good. Um, I'm still never going to bank on the tertiary guys that fill in. Uh, Hayden Hurst still uh, marching forward here. We've talked about this. Uh, seven receptions on eight targets for 62 yards. That's really good, 13.2, and he didn't even get a touchdown in uh, full-point PPR. Uh, Julio Jones did not come through. Uh, five receptions on seven targets for 54 yards and a touchdown, so a little underwhelming there. Uh, Matt Ryan was really, really passing the ball around um, to lots of, you know, spreading it around, I should say. Um, So nobody really comes out on top. Good Lord. Buffalo Bills, uh, surprising 44-34 win over the Seattle Seahawks. This game wasn't even really that close. Uh, Russell Wilson looked like shit. 28-41, 390, uh, two touchdowns and two picks. Uh, also had two carries for five yards. DJ Dallas uh, ended up coming through, but it was it, <laughs> barely. Uh, seven carries for 31 yards and a touchdown. He was really super dirt cheap. Split carries with Travis Homer. Homer had six carries for 16 yards. Not really worrying about anything there. Uh, surprised that Alex Collins actually got a couple of pick, uh, a couple of carries though. Uh, he was called up on Sunday. Receiving, oof, 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 oof. I still stick by my Tyler Lockett pick. I think that was more on Russell Wilson when I was watching the game. Uh, Tyler Lockett had seven targets, but only four receptions for forty yards. Um, he was open. He's open. Russell just couldn't hit him. DK Metcalf ended up being the guy, though, to have. Uh, he was in the GPP section. Seven receptions, 108 yards, and one touchdown on nine targets. David Moore, get the fuck out of here with your four receptions for 71 yards and a touchdown. That's just real garbage. Um, you can quit fucking turning on, stupid. Jesus Christ. Uh, Jacob, Jacob Hollister was the big winner at tight end, though. Five receptions for 60 yards and seven touchdowns, or seven targets. Uh, Disley only had one reception on one target. Greg Olson, two uh, on three targets. So we're going to have to really pay attention to that one. Uh, Travis Homer was the big uh, winner for the running backs in the passing game. Uh, three receptions for 64 yards on three targets. DJ Dallas was two receptions for eight yards on two targets. So, uh, yeah, that's really what it was. Uh, Russell Wilson, uh, again, failure. Also had two f- two fumbles that he lost, uh, not helping out any cause whatsoever. But Buffalo side, Josh Allen, 
I should have recommended him for cash. It was such a good matchup, but like I said, I mean, the way he's been playing over the past month was a hell of a risk. Um, I can't remember if I wrote him up as cash last GPP, but good God, the, my fat-ass cat just jumped up by me. Scared the shit out of me. Uh, Josh Allen, 31-38, 415 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Also had seven carries for 14 yards, Bleh, but he had the touchdown. That's big. Zach Moss, uh, really underwhelming, but did get the touchdown. Nine carries for 18 yards and a touchdown there. Uh, Devin Singletary only had two carries for one yard. I got to check that out, see what was going on there. Uh, Buffalo, wide, uh, bleh, Buffalo wide receivers. Uh, Stephon Diggs came through, nine receptions on 12 targets for 118 yards there. Uh, DK, you would have got the bonus. Uh, John Brown as a very cheap option. Came through two, uh, eight receptions on eleven targets for ninety nine yards. Would have been nice to get the bonus at a hundred, but it, we didn't get that. Uh, Gabriel Davis actually was uh, a cheap option uh, that I was seeing being touted around. It was a fucking horrible decision. Um, four receptions for 70 yards and a touchdown. He wasn't getting targeted. You can look at the target sheet. He just, he wasn't really that involved. So surprising that anybody actually was recommending, uh, Gabriel Davis, at least to me, uh, Cole Beasley fell through, uh, which sucked three receptions on three targets for 39 yards. I still like, uh, slot wide receivers against them. But, uh, yeah, Devin Singletary did get three receptions for 33 yards. Zach Moss, two for 30. Uh, nothing else really out of there. Tyler Croft, of course, one catch, one yard, one touchdown. Uh, you got to be shitting me. Move on to Baltimore and Indianapolis. I don't want to hear this old fucking man talk. Thank you. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, 24-10 to 10 winners over the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Lamar Jackson uh, does not look good at all. 19-23 of 23 for 170 yards. Uh, had 13 carries for 58 yards and a rushing touchdown. Uh, we still had a real even split in the backfield with J.K. Dobbins getting 12 carries for 30 yards. Gus Edwards had 11 carries for 23 yards. Neither one did really well, but it, it's Indianapolis. Uh, Gus Edwards did get a touchdown there. Uh, as far as Baltimore receiving, tight end Nick Boyle was a big winner, I guess. Uh, four receptions on four targets for 46 yards. Uh, basically, everything that you want with the uh, Baltimore Ravens passing game is coming off the fucking table. I'm not even messing around in here. Uh, Gus Edwards also had a lost fumble. Just really, just I don't, I'm not even doing anything with that fucking passing game anymore. I'm kind of done with it. Indianapolis side, Phillip Rivers, 25 of 43 for 227. And a pick. Uh, no touchdowns there. Uh, Jordan Wilkins, 11 carries, 39 yards. No touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor, 6 carries for 27 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, he was averaging 4.5 yards. I don't know why they weren't really getting him involved. It was not like Baltimore was running away with this game. In fact, they, the Colts were winning at halftime 10-7, to so I don't know why they weren't running the ball a little bit more. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr., uh, I guess, is the winner. 
uh, he's kind of tied with Zach Pascal, to be honest with you. Uh, four for 50, 56 for Pittman on seven targets. Zach Pascal five on six targets, five receptions on six targets for 55. Uh, Mo Ali Cox led the tight ends. I'm staying out of this passing game too, although I'll hold on to Michael Pittman for possibly later in the year. Moving on, we got Jacksonville and Houston. Deshaun Watson, nineteen to thirty-two for two eighty-one and two. No, no picks. Uh, also had ten carries for fifty yards. So you got the added basically bonus with the rushing. Uh, gave you a basically another touchdown in there. Uh, David Johnson went out with a concussion. Duke Johnson is in there. He went. He was sixteen of forty-one. Uh, sixteen for forty-one. And a touchdown on the ground, good for a 2.6 average. Had four receptions on four targets for 32 yards. So he kind of got he, he got the job done in David Johnson's absence. Um, you know, I'm still not that high on Duke Johnson. I don't think I'm going to grab him. But if you're hurting at running back, I mean, there's worse options because uh, I would suspect that David Johnson's not going to be back next week, anyways. So maybe put a buck on him or something like that. A buck or two. Don't go over five. Houston receiving Will Fuller, five for 100 and a touchdown. Brandon Cooks. Uh, Will Fuller was the GPP. Uh, Brandon Cooks was the cash. Brandon Cooks had three receptions, 83 yards, and a touchdown. on nine. He had nine targets. Nine targets. Will Fuller had five. Brandon Cooks had nine. That's why Cooks was the... Cash game guy and Fuller was the uh, GPP guy. We do know that Fuller or uh, Deshaun Watson likes Fuller, uh, but I suspected that Cooks was going to get more uh, targets in the passing game. Uh, almost recommended Randall Cobb. I'm glad I didn't. Three receptions for 21 yards on three targets. Uh, and then, of course, we see Darren Fells and Jordan Aikens. Uh, at tight end, they're splitting uh, pretty evenly. So we're going to definitely stay, like I said, if one's out, you can always take a look at the other one. But if they're both playing, they both uh, cannibalize each other. So you want to stay away. Uh, Jacksonville side, young rookie Jake Luton, who looks like a big fucking giraffe when he runs. Uh, 26 of 38 for 304, touchdown and interception. Not bad. I mean... Honestly, he was probably bare minimum price, and he got it done. He also had a rushing touchdown. That's uh, kind of where I'm saying he looked like a giraffe, man. Uh, one carry for 13 yards and a touchdown. He is goofy when he runs. Uh, James Robinson uh, was pretty decent, uh, 25 carries for 99 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he also he did not have any receptions, though. That's what really killed me. Um, they had Chris Thompson out there a little bit more, so that's something I'm going to monitor. Uh, Chris Thompson had four receptions on four targets for 35 yards. Would have really liked to have seen those uh, go to Robinson, who was taking up most of the work. Uh, LaVisca Chenault did not work out. Uh, he pulled a hammy, like, I believe it was on the second drive. The first drive was the DJ Chark touchdown. On the second drive, he pulled up lame. I'm like, yep, he's done. He is done. So you could drop Chanel if you have him on your uh, season-long teams. Just fuck it. Just forget it. 
he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. It's not worth it. Uh, DJ Chark was the big winner uh, because of Chenault um, being out after that first touchdown grab. Ended up seven receptions on 12 targets, 146 yards, and a touchdown. Very, very good day. Uh, I wish I could have recommended him for cash. I had talked about that, that I really wanted to. Um, but with Luton's start, in Luton's first start, we don't know, we didn't know how he was going to treat it. Well, he went to DJ Tark. Chris Conley was second in line. Uh, then it went Tyler Eifert and Chris Thompson. So definitely, definitely DJ Chark is in play uh, every week now with as long as Luton's on the field. Tennessee, 24-17 winners over the Chicago Bears. Nick Foles, 36 of 52. 52, he threw 52 passes? This is the first time I'm actually getting into this. I haven't actually done any of the uh, statistics yet for the target sheet for this week. Uh, 36 of 52 for 335 and two touchdowns. It's interesting because, and I know they were playing from way behind because I think Tennessee was up, what, almost 20 to nothing? Or 21? 17 to nothing. They were up 17 to nothing. Wow. Um, they're just not getting anything done in the rushing game. David Montgomery, 14 carries for 30 yards. Their line is completely destroyed. I mean, for fuck's sake, they put Barkevis Mingo in for a carry. Barkevis Mingo is, is, is a defensive end. Defensive end slash tackle. One carry, 11 yards. Good Lord. Good frickin' Lord. Nick Foles might actually be in play, though. Uh, if you're streaming quarterbacks, uh, you're going to have to play it by ear with the matchups on that. But, I mean, if they're not going to be able to run, that means that they're going to be passing through Nick Foles a little bit more often. Allen Robinson, seven receptions for 81 yards on nine targets. Kind of fell through for cash, but he was stable if you played him in PPR. 15.1, you'll take it. Uh, Anthony Miller, 5 for 59 on 8 targets. Jimmy Graham came through, 6 for 55 on 6 targets, 1 touchdown there. Uh, Darnell Mooney had it was the most targeted wide receiver at 11, uh, but he ended up with 5 receptions for 43 yards. Uh, young Ryan Nall actually saw the field for some of the passing down work, had uh, 4 receptions on 4 targets for 35 yards, uh, but I would still stay away from there. Tennessee side, Ryan Tannehill didn't do much of anything. 10 for 21, 158 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, so pretty pedestrian. Derrick Henry uh, wasn't much better. 21 carries for 68 yards, no touchdowns. I thought about putting him in as a pivot, but at that point in time when we knew that <clears throat> CMC was going to be back for the Panthers, uh, CMC became my direct pivot off of uh, Dalvin Cook, or if you wanted to pair along and do something different with the two high-end pairs. So it, it immediately took Derrick Henry off the board just because we knew that Carolina was going to end up either, you know, supposedly the plan, you know, if you're plotting out the game plan or game script, I should say that Carolina would be from behind. CMC made more sense. Um, just because he was going to get the receiving 
the receiving opportunities a little bit more than Derrick Henry since they were roughly at about the same price. Uh, A.J. Brown, big winner, uh, though, for the Tennessee receivers. Four receptions on nine targets for 101 yards and a touchdown. Johnny Smith made an appearance, two receptions, 32 yards, and a touchdown on two targets. So uh, it's A.J. Brown are pretty much bust um, as far as I'm concerned here. Uh, still probably not going to touch Janu even in DFS uh, outside of, say, a GPP or something like that. Uh, Kansas, uh, well, now we got Kansas City, Carolina. Kansas City squeaked it out by two, 33 to 31. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, 36 of 49, 310, two touchdowns. Looked pretty decent. You can do worse than Teddy Bridgewater, man. Uh, also had two rushing, or, uh, Two carries, 19 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, CMC did return, hurt his shoulder in this game. I got to find out when. It had to have been right near the end. I didn't get to see it. Uh, But Christian McCaffrey, 18 carries, 69 yards, good for a 3.8 average and a touchdown. Uh, So not terrific. But he had 10 receptions on 10 targets for 82 yards and a touchdown. He uh, hit his value very easily in a full-point PPR. Um, we'll have to see what happens for next week. Uh, could be a Mike, da- uh, Mike Davis back in action again. Uh, Curtis Samuel actually here. And this is funny because this is actually, I was looking at Curtis Samuel because they were getting him involved in the rushing game. Um, but we do know that a lot of times in the slot against KC, uh, you could fit in right between the city. It's that whole thing where you, if you do the crossing routes in between the linebackers and the safeties, uh, where that's where Samuel usually is running his routes through, it wouldn't have been a bad option. Now, I didn't really bring him up too much uh, on this weekend's podcast, but uh, that was kind of the thought process when I was looking at it. But again, I'm trying not to get really too cute here. Um, But hey, man, uh, Curtis Samuel, we got to pay attention to him. Uh, because nine receptions on nine targets, 105 yards and a touchdown. And we know he's been getting involved the last couple of weeks. So uh, definitely we got to pay attention to that. Uh, Robbie Anderson, nine receptions for 63 yards on 13 targets. Uh, Mike Davis, five receptions for 34 yards on six targets. So he was still involved. DJ Moore, man. just I, I mean, it was a terrible matchup for DJ Moore because um, – if I remember correctly, it was Traverius Ward on him. Uh, Breland, I believe, was on Robbie Anderson. Uh, three targets, two receptions, 18 yards. So he didn't get the job done there. He, we got to pay attention to that if he gets the right matchup and nobody's going to be on him, I'll take a shot on DJ Moore. Uh, Patrick Mahomes on the other side was the big thing. The running game was just basically non-fucking-existent for whatever reason. Um, I know that they were playing from behind, but Jesus Christ, come on, it's the Carolina fucking Panthers, and you got what, 30 fucking rushing yards? Great, great. Way to show up, Kansas City. Uh, But Patrick Mahomes, a very good day, 30 of 45, 372 and four touchdowns. Uh, We said running running game was terrible. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire kind of saved his day a little bit. Uh, three receptions on five targets for 20 yards and a touchdown. Uh, not much for Le'Veon Bell. He only got targeted once in the passing game, and he only got four rushing attempts. So it's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's uh, backfield, okay? 
missed out on this one with Travis Kelsey. Thought about it, but I liked Waller so much for the Vegas Raiders. Uh, but ended up with 10 receptions on 12 targets for 159 yards. Didn't even need the touchdowns to get to 25 points, man. Uh, actually, in that one, he would have had 27. Tyreek Hill, though, too. Tyreek Hill had another really good fucking game. Nine receptions on 18 targets. 18! 113 yards, two touchdowns there. Uh, McCall Hardman didn't do much, three for 48. Demarcus Robinson uh, heard his name floating around as a cheap option. I just can't pull the trigger there. Um, But three receptions on three targets, 34 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, but Demarcus Robinson also lost a fumble, so I don't know how good that play really was. Poke, poke, poke the bear. Poke the bear, Renner. Jackass. Uh, New York Giants beat the Washington Douche Canoes 23-20. Uh, uh, Washington made a furious comeback towards the end. It was kind of funny. They uh, Giants were up like 20-3 to at halftime in this Stalled the hell out. Uh, Washington's defense actually started playing the way that I thought they were going to fucking play uh, in the second half. They had five freaking sacks, dude. Five freaking sacks. Didn't get any fumble recoveries, though. No interceptions. That's the only problem. Uh, Daniel Jones, 23 of 34, 212, and a touchdown. Uh, Wayne Gallman was actually is actually being the big surprise here for me. But I don't know. I'm I'm probably not going to buy too much into it. Uh, 14 carries, 68 yards, and a touchdown. Alfred Morris uh, back was his direct backup there. Nine carries for 67 yards. Good for a 7.4 average for the old man. Overall, they ran the Giants ran for 166 yards. Uh, so not bad there. Austin Mack was filling in for uh, Golden Tate, who ended up. Uh, uh, kind of like a mini team suspension. Um, I did, did not get into really what the argument was about, but uh, oh, it was Golden Tate uh, was bitching about his usage. That's what it was. So uh, Giants basically said, "Well, just why don't you uh, not get any usage and go sit the fuck at home?" So the big winner here. This week was actually one. Uh, Austin Mack wasn't too bad. Four receptions for 72 yards on five targets. But the man with 10 targets, uh, five receptions for 48 yards and a touchdown was tight end Evan Ingram. If you decided to step down there. So, yeah. Uh, at least I got one tight end right. Uh, going to the douche canoe side, uh, Kyle Allen. I think I don't think he tore his knee. Uh, I don't know exactly what he did. I know he's out for the, out for the season, so Alex Smith is now going to be the quarterback for the douche canoes. Uh, so if you need a guy, if you want like just like shit stability, at least a, a quarterback in the position. Like this is more for like two quarterback leagues. Uh, you can take a look at Alex Smith. He was twenty four to thirty two, three twenty five, a touchdown, but he did have three interceptions. So you're gonna have to pay attention to that. Oi, 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 do not fall asleep, D-Roy, do not fall asleep. Um, Watching rushing, I got asked about this uh, with Antonio Gibson. 
and I had looked at him, but I don't generally like to use running backs uh, versus the Giants. But Antonio Gibson had six carries, 20 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, touchdown really kind of saved him there. Uh, he had three receptions for 35 yards on three targets. J.D. McKissick, three carries, 17 yards. Uh, but he had, J.D. McKissick had nine receptions on 14 targets for 65 yards. So, um, got to take a look at on the target sheet the last time that Alex Smith got in the game. Check out J.D. McKissick's targets. We need to see if there's a correlation there. Um, because if there is, then we need to we need to put at least a dollar or two on JD McKissick. Because if they're going to be playing from behind, um, then he's going to be the pass receiving back. Uh, Terry McLaurin had a had a good day. Did look at him, but didn't want to play pull the trigger on it. Uh, seven receptions on eight targets, 115 yards and a TD. Cam Sims. Had three receptions on four targets for 110 yards. You might not have heard of Cam Sims, but we're also not going to use Cam Sims either. What do we got here? Detroit, Minnesota. What are we doing on time? Oh, we're at half an hour. Uh, Minnesota beat the shit out of Detroit. 34-20, uh, to 20, Matthew Stafford hit, got a concussion after throwing for 211 yards, a touchdown, and two picks. Um... Did not work out there. DeAndre Swift, 13 carries for 64 yards. Uh Ann Johnson, 4 carries for 29. Peterson, 8 for 29. Um, Chase Daniel came in, uh, was 8 of 13 for a touchdown and interception. Uh, your receivers, Danny Amendola was your top guy. Uh, just did not get the touchdown. 7 for 77. Uh, Would have been good on 10 targets there. Marvin Jones, 3. Three for four, uh, 43 yards and a touchdown. TJ Hawkinson, uh, five receptions on eight targets, 39 and a touchdown. TJ Hawkinson, that was the guy I said with Marvin Jones. Uh, but Amendola did actually come through. Uh, that whole Quintez Cephas thing, I see that did not pull through. I didn't understand that one at all. He'd been deactivated the whole fucking year except for one game. I think everybody was looking at that first game where he got targeted like 10 times, and that really fucking fooled them. Um, I don't give a shit about Linda. Better not fucking play that shit again. I swear to God, I'll break this fucking computer. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 13-20 to for three touchdowns and 220 yards. Didn't really need him as Dalvin Cook went off again. 22 carries, 206 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. Uh, Delvin Cook also had two receptions for 46 yards and two targets. Justin Jefferson, three for 64. Ugh, Delvin Cook just really killed that. Adam Thielen wasn't available or wasn't involved as much either. Two receptions, 38 yards on five targets. Defense came through, though, really, um, I believe. Yeah, because he had, what, three picks? Three picks? How many sacks did they have? Only two sacks? Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man. It was a good cheap defense, though. I mean, you didn't pay anything for it. So, um, yeah, that kind of is what it is. Where the fuck am I? Why is Denver Atlanta over here? 
Uh, all right, we're going to the late afternoon games. Uh, Vegas Raiders uh, beat the L.A. Chargers 31-26. to uh, Derek Carr did not really come through. He was safe. He was like 15 points. He was 13-23 to for 165, two touchdowns. Uh, did lose a fumble, though, but no picks. Uh, surprising enough, uh, well, a lot of people were surprised because Josh Jacobs had 14 carries for 65 yards, got a touchdown. Uh, but the involvement of Devontae Booker with eight carries for 68 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Josh Jacobs was nursing something. I can't remember exactly what it was. Uh, so they were giving him kind of a break, uh, splitting, splitting series and stuff. Devontae Booker is looking more and more like the actual handcuff to Josh Jacobs, not Jalen Richard. Jalen Richard be a third down guy. Um, Vegas receiving Hunter Renfro two for sixty, didn't get a touchdown, but on three targets. Uh, Nelson Aguilar actually came through uh, two for fifty five and a touch. Um, Darren Waller didn't really come through. Right, five receptions for twenty two yards and a touchdown. Uh, but if you look at the targets, man, he had 10 targets. He was uh, fucking far and away the most targeted guy. Um, and I, I knew that's what was going to happen. That's why I picked him. But, um, I mean, it was like 13 points. He got like 13 points. So I'm not going to argue with it for the tight end position. Um, but I just kind of wish I would have went up to Kelsey, to be honest with you. Justin Herbert on the L.A. side, 28-42. They almost pulled this fucking game out. Uh, 326 yards and two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, also had five carries for 24 yards. Justin Jackson uh, got hurt. It wasn't actually in pregame. It was actually he had, uh, uh, from what I've been told, it was actually like, the first play of the game just kind of like went limp. Uh, so, you know, you would expect that Josh Kelly would have been the guy to come in, right? Nine. He ended up with nine carries for 28 yards. Who was the top guy? Who? <sighs> Kalen Balaj, the fucking trash panda. 15 uh, carries, 69 yards and a touchdown. He was just fucking activated yesterday morning. It's just gross. I heard Kalen Balage was activated. Enough with the fucking commercials. I swear to God, ESPN. Stop. Um, I heard Kalen Balage was activated. I'm like, I'm not even putting him on the fucking sheet. I'm going to leave Troy Main Pope on there. I'm not even going to do that. He also had two receptions for 15 yards on three targets, so that was fucking fantastic. It's just fucking gross. No, you are not picking up fucking Kalen Balazs. Stay the fuck out of this backfield. Just stay out of it. Stay out of it. Stay out of it. Stay out of it. God, Joshua Kelly is just about droppable. Keenan Allen, man, had him written up. Cash, dude. Cash. Uh, Nine receptions on 11 targets, 103 yards, and a touchdown. Mike Williams actually didn't do that bad. Uh, five receptions on seven targets for 81 yards. Would have liked to have seen him get a touchdown. Apparently he had a touchdown called back. I missed it because I had to go get rest before my shift. Uh, Tyron Johnson, what the fuck are you getting involved? One reception for 50 yards? Really? 
Hunter Henry, four for 33. Josh Kelly, 531. One over Balazs. Guyton, one for nine. Gabe Neighbors, the fullback, one for four. Oh, and then Parham, I believe, had a touchdown that was called away. So that's fucking great. But Chargers are going to be in these, like, shootouts every fucking game. Um, I really, really wish uh, Carr would have came through on the other side, but it is what it is. I I won all my cash games this week, so uh, I'm not going to complain. It was a nice little uh, pickup as well. So... Let's see here. Surprise game. Uh, <clears throat> Steelers get uh, squeaked by Dallas Cowboys 24-19. Ben Roethlisberger is also n- nursing two knee injuries. Uh, was 29-42, 306, and three touchdowns. I said it was quite a possibility, but I wasn't going to bet on it. Um, I'm still glad that I didn't do it. James Conner, though, man, fell through. Uh, nine carries for 22 yards. Just a shit game plan, man. Just a shit fucking game plan. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster was the big winner in this one, though. Six receptions on seven targets, 93 yards, and a touchdown. He was my guy outside of Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson did well, too. Six for 77 on 10 targets. Claypool, though, man. Um, Pittsburgh got behind in this game, so they were throwing a bit more, and I think that's really the reason why Chase Claypool was involved. Uh, so if you're expecting them to play from behind, then you can have James Clay, uh, Claypool in there, who's obviously supplanted uh, James Washington as the guy opposite of Deontay Johnson when they go three wide. Um, Claypool, 8-4-69 on 13 targets. He was the most targeted guy. But again, Deontay Johnson is the number one. Uh, Eric Ebron, I had him written up. Three receptions on six targets for 22 yards and a touchdown. Uh, so that was nice there. Washington, oh, James Washington actually did have a touchdown in that game. Huh. <laughs> yeah, none of the running backs look good, man. Like 18 for 46, 2.6 average. That's gross. Uh, Garrett Gilbert actually <laughs> Garrett Gilbert at least made this offense look uh, competent. 21 of 38, 243, and a touchdown and a pick. That's enough of that shit, assholes. I hit the button. I hit the button for pause, and it turns itself on. It's gross. Uh, Dallas rushing game is split out. It's kind of dead, man. Uh, Tony Pollard, though, was 9 of 57. Good for a 6.3 average. Zeke Elliott, 18 carries, 51 yards, 2.8. That's gross. Did he have any catches? Uh, two receptions on three targets for 18 yards. Tony Pollard, woof, one reception for one yard. CeeDee Lamb was good, though. Uh, four receptions for 71 yards and seven targets and a touchdown. Mari Cooper is okay, but, he, he, I mean, he wasn't paying off value at the five for 67 on six targets. Dalton Schultz, though, continues to produce four receptions, 48 yards on seven targets. Uh, Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup's pretty much dead. Michael Gallup is dead. Here's another one surprise. Miami Dolphins go to Arizona and upset the Arizona Cardinals 34-31. to Heard they burned the town down after this one. Tua Tagovailoa, 20 of 28, 248, and two touchdowns. It's pretty fucking good. I want to see this game. I want to see this game. Um... Selvin Ahmed, 
This is the undrafted rookie out of Wash. Uh, I believe it was Washington. Um, everybody's kind of surprised with him, uh, but I'm really not. Not when you're looking at Jordan Howard, ten carries for 19 yards. He did get a touchdown. Um, good for a 1.9 average. And I heard some Patrick Laird this week, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Um, Salvin on Med though, uh, seven carries for 38 yards, 5.4 average. Did he have any receptions, though? No. Salvin Ahmed is very interesting. Me and Paul, when we were looking through the running backs and stuff, he did kind of stick out as maybe a deep sleeper. He was he was kind of like it was him and, like, James Robinson. Uh, Hasty was involved in that one. I'm trying to remember the other guy. Paul have to remind me it's the kid that was out of Arizona State. It was they were kind of like all in that little grouping. I can't remember right now though. Um Miami receiving. Parker was okay for seasonal, you would have taken it. Uh six receptions on seven targets, sixty four yards. Uh Preston Williams had the touchdown, four four grabs on five targets for sixty. Uh Mike Izicki, blech, blech, nothing else here. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. That's great. Oh, uh, Arizona side, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, I believe, was the number one quarterback in fantasy this weekend. Uh, 21-26, 283, and three touchdowns, no picks. Uh, 11 carries, 106 yards, and one. Um, yeah, they were playing from behind. So, But, man, Chase Edmonds should have been involved on that, man. I mean, he had 25 carries for 70 yards, but so, I mean, it's not like they weren't trying to run the ball. It just looks like they weren't fucking really doing it well. Uh, Chase Edmonds, uh, three receptions on three targets for 18 yards. That's gross. This is the one that pisses me off. DeAndre Hopkins, three receptions on three targets for 30 yards. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, man, everything went to Christian Kirk. Five receptions on eight targets for 123 and one. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, four receptions for 54 yards on five targets. Um, oh, man. God, that just irritates the shit out of me. And two tight ends got touchdowns, but they're both garbage. And Daryl Daniels and fucking Max Williams. Gross. Just fucking gross. I mean, really, if you're going to be that big of a pussy and not throw at Hopkins because Byron Jones was on him, I mean, get the fuck out of here. I res- I, I really like Byron Jones, but, I mean, come on. You got to trust. You, you have to trust your stud. You have to. <sighs> which brings us to New Orleans Saints beating the living shit out of Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which I was very happy about. Uh, Drew Brees, 26-32 for 222 and four touchdowns. Uh, and then, you know, we talk about studs here, and you got Taysom Hill, who was two for two for 48 yards. Also had seven carries for 54 yards, uh, did Taysom Hill, and then uh, had a catch for 21 yards on one target, so super efficient there, just the biggest stud. Like, I don't know why anybody would ever bring take him off the field. 
Alvin Kamara had nine carries for 40 yards and a touchdown there. Uh, didn't do much in the passing game, though. Uh, five receptions on six targets for nine yards, so just a real gross day. I See, I said it on the podcast, though. I, like, I could see everything on the Tampa side, which, you know, didn't come through. Um, but I couldn't pick out what was going on with the Saints. I mean, yeah, Michael Thomas was 5 for 51 on 6. Nothing really big in here. I mean, Troutman, if you would have if you would have punted, but I'm not trusting that. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, four receptions on five targets for 38 yards and a touchdown, so that's good. Um, and then let's see here. Yeah, this was really spread around because yeah, Traquan had one reception. On uh, two targets for 14 yards and a touchdown. Josh Hill, the other tight end. Um, two receptions, 14 yards and a touchdown. Jared Cook was the only tight end that was playing that did not get a touchdown, I think. Oh, no, Taysom Hill didn't get one. So, yeah, that was terrible. I, I don't know what the fuck's going on with Tampa Bay. I mean, Mike Evans was the winner here. Four receptions on six targets for 64 yards. Um, but, I, I mean, I, I say big winner jokingly. They only ran the ball five fucking times? Are you shitting me? Oh, they got, well, they got a big, but you just don't fucking abandon it. Holy fuck. Chris Godwin, three receptions on 41, for 41 yards and six targets for net. Uh, six receptions on uh, six targets for 41. Antonio Brown, three for 31 on five. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a schmishmorshin. A schmishmorshin. So I don't know if there's any, let's see if there's any updated. Oh, CMC. Yeah. CMC with the shoulder. So if anybody dropped Mike Davis, uh, go get him. He's going to be a high priority. Um, just trying to see. Uh, Kendrick Bourne went back on the reserve COVID list. Uh, Vance McDonald of the Steelers is on there too. Um. I don't think there's much of anything else. I mean, we covered it with, like, Albert O. That wasn't really the only big one outside of CMC. Well, Justin Jackson, of course, but I, I'm not... I, I wouldn't recommend getting into that backfield. I just wouldn't. You're going to end up getting yourself fucked. Oh, they did say Andy Dalton will be a starter when he comes back for Dallas, so... We'll see what happens. They're on by this week. So let's go through the strength of schedule chart real quick. Oh, we're not doing too bad. We're at 47 minutes. How come I can't do this every fucking week? Oh, let's see here. Let's see if we got any trade targets here. Um, Arizona Cardinals, no. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, no. Baltimore, uh, Baltimore, I'm staying way the fuck away from. I don't know. I mean, if you, uh, to be honest with you, if you could get Lamar Jackson here right now at something real dirt cheap, 
and this is more or less if you're towards the, the upper end, um, you know, where you're you're kind of more or less guaranteed because you're, like, right there on the cusp of the playoffs um, and your quarterback situation isn't all that great, go get yourself Lamar Jackson. Uh, four weeks, uh, 14, 15, and 16 uh, versus the – we'll do this versus the pass, all right? So it's going to be uh, 21st, 32nd, and 28th uh, pass defenses in the Browns, Jaguars, and Giants. Giants are falling apart as far as pass defense. Um, and their rush defense, too, is 20, 23rd. Yeah, it'll be 9 against the Giants, but you should be all right there. So, yeah, definitely go take a look at grabbing uh, cheap shares of Lamar Jackson. Buffalo, no. Carolina, no. Chicago Bears, Like, seriously, like, this is this is David, this is David Montgomery's from week 10 on, okay? So week 10, he, they play the Vikings, 19th. Nine, or this is just the rush defense. 19th. By week in week 11. So now you got 12, week 12 through 16, okay? 22nd, 21st, 27th, 19th, and 23rd. Who is that? Packers after the break, Lions, Texans, Vikings, Jaguars. If you can get David Montgomery for virtually, you could probably get David Montgomery for virtually nothing. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm going to tell you that right now. So I'm tempted, and I might wait until after this week. I think most trade deadlines are week 12. So you might be able to give them something, you know, that they can use in week 11. Uh, Preferably a wide receiver. Something cheap, though. Something cheap. Don't give them anything major. Uh, Chicago Bears, though. I mean, as far as the tight ends are concerned, Jimmy Graham's out there. Maybe I'm going to grab him again. Um... Jimmy Graham, yeah. Let's see. Week 10, 26. Uh, by week 28, 9, 24, 26, 23. So Jimmy Graham's in play. Cincinnati, anybody that I'm grabbing. If you can get yourself a share of T. Higgins, he's not too bad after this bye week. Um, or coming back from the bye week. Because, I mean, you look at it. Uh, I rate him as a number one. 32nd, 20th, 5th, 18th, 27th, 32nd, and 28th. T. Higgins is going to go on a rookie tear here uh, pretty quick. Nothing else that I really care about here. Uh, Cleveland Browns. Maybe Austin Hooper. He should be back this week from the appendicitis. Uh, remaining schedule, 24, 27, 23rd, 25th, 22nd, 21st, and 17th. You might even be able to get him off of uh, waivers and stuff and probably not even have to pay anything for it. So uh, definitely take a look at Austin Hooper. Uh, We have no Odell, so they would be involved. Um, I think 
you, once Hooper comes back, Harrison Bryant's going to kind of fall off a little bit. So uh, just be aware of that. Dallas Cowboys. I'm gonna, no. Denver Broncos. Yeah, Tim Patrick's going to be good for a couple more weeks, and then he's going to fall off. Uh, Jerry Judy will be okay. He's got Raiders, Chargers, Saints next. He'll be okay. Nothing too major, though. Running back looks really good, though. Um, Let's see your week 10. (laughs) Raiders, uh, 31st, 18th, 4th. 28th, 26th, 24th, 18th. If you played a week, week 17, it's 31st. I would get myself a share of um, Philip Lindsay if you can get him. I have him in a couple of leagues. Uh, you can probably get him for like dirt cheap or whatnot. I'll take a shot on him. Uh, Detroit Lions, get yourself some Hawkinson. Uh, from week 10 on... 32nd, 7th, 24th, 18th, 28th, 25th, 19th, and 26th. Uh, Hawkinson is definitely a guy to target. Chase Daniel also liked him too, so I'm not too worried about, you know, if Stafford's out with this concussion for a little bit. Green Bay Packers. Mm-mm, bitch. Um... MVS has a really good stretch, but if Alan Lazard is back and taking over the number two spot, uh, MVS would have a really good spot, but I just don't know if I can trust him. So you're looking at this was like <sighs> starting this week, 30th, 21st, 29th, and 23rd. So a nice little stretch if you want to take a shot in there. Uh, Houston Texans. Rush defense is going to get worse come about week 13 to 15. Uh, Stay away. Just stay away from it. All of it. Not too bad in the passing game, though. Indianapolis. Jonathan Taylor. I don't know. Maybe you can get Jonathan Taylor for nothing. If you can get him for nothing, I like it. Otherwise... Um, I will tell you that uh, Philip Rivers actually has a really good schedule from here on out. Um, so week 10, right? 24th, 25th, 24th, 23rd, 27th, 23rd, 6th in week 16 against Steelers, but uh, beggars can't be choosers. So I think Philip Rivers might actually be in play here, uh, especially if you're struggling. You might be able to just stream him out for most of the rest of the year. Until something else, you know, comes out. Uh, don't know much about the wide receivers and stuff with Pittman and Pascal. Uh, Pascal's is not all that great until you get to about week 13 through 16, and it's fine. And then Pittman, Pittman's would actually be under the wide receiver two, and it's looking good all the way through in there. Uh, Jack Doyle is hurt, so whether or not we're it but Moelle Cox is there, um, and Trey Burton. It's gonna be kind of a shit show, uh, to be honest with you. So I don't know if you really want to travel into that. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, 
get a couple good weeks out of Luton. <sighs> Pardon me. James Robinson should be uh, pretty decent the rest of the year. Nothing else there. Kansas City. No, nobody's giving up any Kansas City shit anyways. Ooh. Circle Week 12. They're going to play the Buccaneers next. If Breeze can tear them apart. <laughs> uh, Raiders. Not going to be all that great. Not going to be anything all that great. Chargers. Oh, fuck. So, let's see. Miami, Broncos, Bills, Patriots, Falcons, Raiders, Broncos. Um, nope, nope, not going to do it. Not going to do it. L.A. Rams, nothing. Robert Woods might have a couple bad games in here. You might be able to snake him for cheaply. Well, he'd probably be done with the waivers by, or uh, trade deadline by then. Miami. Um, I have a little bit of interest on Selvin Ahmed. Um, can't remember what the fuck was going on with Matt Breida. I'm going to have to look it up. Matt Breida! Cat scratch Matt Breida. Oh, yeah, hamstring injury versus Cardinals. Selvin Ahmed, um, you'll probably be able to get for real cheap outside of any league that I'm in uh, because I will fucking outbid you. Um, but most of you should be able to actually get Ahmed for, you know, maybe less than $10, uh, $7, $8, something like that. I don't think a lot of cats are going to be on him uh, just because he is the undrafted kid. So, and they'll be worried about um, uh, stupid boy. Uh, Miles Gaskin coming back anyways. So, but Gaskin might, you, you never know if he's going to come back or not. So I kind of like Selvin Ahmed. It's a terrible offensive line, but uh, I'll take a shot on him. Minnesota Vikings. Uh, is this going to be Irv Smith time? It might be. Bears this week. Cowboys next week. Panthers, Jaguars, Bucks. Bears, Saints. Yeah, might not be too bad. Oh, I keep forgetting to change that title, that, that title too. I'll have to remember that for next week. I keep forgetting to change some of the titles for the um, uh, the strength of schedule charts. You'll notice it. Like I put, I just put end of season rankings for 2019. Probably wouldn't have noticed it if I didn't point it out. So that's fucking terrific. Um, do I want anything from New England? No. Uh, New Orleans. No. Giants. No. Although, pay attention to Austin Mack. I don't think you have to do anything with him on waivers. Um, 
but we need to see what the disciplinary things are going to happen with Golden Tate if he comes back. If Golden Tate doesn't come back, then Austin Mack actually has a really good uh, uh, spot in the slot. So pay attention to that. Uh, New York Jets. I don't know. I don't know. Not really. I don't think you want to go Perriman. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, we got a tight end. Tight end might be okay. I mean, if Goddard's out there, you gotta you gotta grab him. So, uh, the wide receiver two that would be. Let me think. It's not Greg Ward. Um, God, if Elshon comes back, he'd be the one. Jalen Rager would be the two, technically. Um, but I don't think Elshon's coming back. If Jalen Rager's out there, I'd just go pick him up and use him. He's going to get usage, so it is what it is. Eric Ebron's going to go through a nice stretch here. Uh, although he does play the Bengals this week. They're 15th, but then he faces the Jaguars, who are 23rd. Ravens, who are actually 22nd, and Redskins, uh, 32nd, and Bills are 20th. So might be able to get you through some times here. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, no, we're not going to touch any of them. Seattle Seahawks, no, nobody's giving any of them up. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, hmm. Actually, really good schedule for Mike Evans the rest of the year. Where are we at? They just played the Panthers. Or no, uh, Saints. So they got the Panthers. So we're looking at 17th, 23rd, 10th by week. 30th, 21st, 19th, 21st uh, is the week 17. So, uh, yeah. Mike Evans, if you can get him for dirt cheap, I might take a shot on him. Oh, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry from week 13 on is going to be on fire. 20th, 23rd, 21st, and 22nd. Get your Derrick Henry uh, manager out of this fucking league. (laughs) Oh, and the douche canoes. Is there anything we can trust on the douche canoes? No, there is not. No, there is not. But I will tell you this: I'm really, I'm really glad that I got this in about an hour. It went a little bit over an hour, but at least it didn't go an hour and a half. Because now I am going to have a smoke, and I am going to go to bed because I got to get up ready for work. At uh, I got to get up for work at one. So I bid you adieu. Um, hopefully, if I have time, I will uh, do a small uh, podcast tomorrow on Tuesday and kind of go through the strength of schedule thing that I promised like two weeks ago. So take it easy. I'll talk to you later.